hi and welcome to another episode of the underground with the best chillerburn in town your girl moojis hey mj hi how hi. are you doing i'm good how are you i'm good well, thanks welcome back to my channel <laughs> welcome to my youtube we're channel, channel. Today, we're about, <laughs> today we're talking about extension i'm just joking guys don't uh, do that don't do that what's good you're messing with the influencers oh yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they probably follow us so now you know you're giving off that impression already no man, they know they know us, they know we're fine. Well, we're, I mean, we're all about being fun and vibrant and relaxed. So Aww. take it easy, take it easy, man. How you doing? Ah, you know, chilling, chilling like a villain. You know, mm-hmm. um, excited to be back. You know, spreading the word. As usual. You know, improving. We're trying to you know spreading save the gospel. So, exactly trying <laughs> yes. to yeah. trying to save the world. But you know, we're not alone today. We're not yes, alone today. as usual. Yeah, yeah. But first, before that, let's actually go to what we're going to be talking about today, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go into uh, our very cool influencers we have with mm-hmm. us today. Yeah, I've got to with the cool kids today. Hey, what's weekend? I'm attending dudes. Yeah, I've got to attend the dudes. Imali, ne? Yeah, yeah. No, so today, man, we're just going to talk about a few things like the Arnold Schwarzenegger attack that was so funny, uh, but also very important because it impacts South Africa. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones, which nobody, I don't know, I guess we'll I see know. how. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Yeah. I don't know. I know someone earlier said he wants to talk about it because apparently it's important. It's You know what I'm saying? And I'm so, just like, yeah, but yeah, there's other more. Oh, and also what's also important what's happening now is well, as we're recording, the presidential inauguration is happening today, yep. right? I think. And it's Africa Day. Like there's so many things happening. There's actually a lot of things happening, which is quite It's actually quite cool that he's getting inaugurated on Africa Day. I don't know why, but it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then main topic for today is just talking about, you know, the road to youth. The youth is coming. Uh, and we not, Tina is youth, you know. We need to just talk about what we think it means to us, how far we think we've come, and also just briefly touch on freeze must fall, you know, talk about that because that's also a youth-related topic. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But as I said, as we said... Uh, what is that thing you always say? I just wanted to do one or something like I that. I get some yeah. <laughs> So yeah, today we have some two cool guests today and I'm going to give them a chance to introduce themselves. I don't know who wants to go first. Okay, let's go with P. Hey, what's up? So it's your boy P. Uh, it's my first time doing my podcast, you know, so I'm just here giving a shout out to all my friends, you know. Um, I wanted to say what's up. Thank you for the opportunity for inviting me. Hey. And we're talking about you day today, so let's get to it. Why do you sound like Marvin Gaye? <laughs> <laughs> My man practiced his voice, bro. <laughs> he doesn't sound like this. Say I don't that, hey, that voice came from somewhere else. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, mm. B, Bugs, Bugba, Bugs. Yo, so many names, yeah. Um, what's up? My name is Bugs. Uh, I'm the president of the Faithful Black Man Association. Preach, brother. Um, you know, black men don't cheat. Wait, sorry? What? Black men, uh, faithful black men. The faithful Asso- black man association. Okay, yeah, we we basically about? are fighting the narrative that black men cheat. You know, black men don't cheat. That's just some. That's okay. just that's just a crazy narrative pushed by society. Oh. You know. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm an awesome proud member. I'm submitting yeah. membership fees. And you're the president. So what of we this. do is we, we all have card. Like you have to be a card carrying member okay. of the of the association. You know, all three of us here, the men here, are, are members of the club. Yeah, so. Okay, all right. Cool. Um, nice to have you guys. Thank, Thank you, you for coming much. through. Yes. And um, so, so as Nega, guys, what, what really happened? Because okay, so what really happened was 
Oh, Sosnega, I like that you use that because that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we call him in South Africa. Sosnega. 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 So Sosnega was here uh, to do uh, a sort of a sporting event. So he, he shows up for these sporting events from time to time. And um, so what happened was he was at the sporting event. And if you look at the video, which I'll try to then post in the episode description, you'll see that the, there's a gentleman gentlemen mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> approaching Sosnega from behind uh, and then all of a sudden they he just drop kicks <laughs> yeah. Sosnega like Sosnega's not even looking at him Sosnega's um, just minding his own business mm. or Schwarzenegger's minding his own business just uh, reporting the event and then suddenly he gets kicked and the interesting thing about it is Sosnega didn't even he was like oh I thought someone pushed me mm. that's how strong oh. this, this is that what he said yeah he's like oh I thought someone from the crowd just shoved me oh he felt those feet he mustn't lie that oh. he felt those sides but the guy didn't move no he, he didn't move he barely moved he, the he guy who moved. kicked him huge. He flew. He, he ricocheted off Schwarzenegger exactly I saw a meme apparently Guti are you sure there's that song that Zulu song um, Sfunugula Lufantam or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> 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 I was saying, well, that guy is probably Zulu. Don't slam the Zulu people. Shout out to KZN gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not even in case. Sorry, that's another story. Sir, sir. That's out of the, you know. But what, what, what is really something important to talk about is the fact that it's actually um, reached the world stage and the world social medias. Because now it's really affecting how people see us as South Africa. I don't want them to think that South Africa is like that. That's, that's so really the rest wild. of us just kick people around. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 we don't do that. But isn't it wild though? Like, where do you get the liver? This being the bruh to drop kick the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's called us in Gaga, bruh. No, but like guys, that that guy ran, hey? He ran and what happened him. to that guy yeah. after the whole thing? They beat him like he stole something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them oh, just oh, take God. him and fold him like clothes. <laughs> but apparently they just let him go. They, they let him go. Yeah, apparently it's not like I think it's not the first time he did something like this. Like so it's, maybe it's a, he's it's a thing. Mental. Maybe, maybe, who knows? So. Is it, guys? But it's also for things like attention, you know? Mm. I mean, matter, we don't even know him. <laughs> True, now you do. Like, True. Nah. But I no, mean, we, he, we he just was, know there's a guy, a guy who crazy. kicked. He was shouting, He wants a Lamborghini. <laughs> Yo, guys, I don't <laughs> no. mean to be that person, but may I ask? I didn't see properly. Was he black? Yes, 100% Myanmar. Oh, damn. 100%. <laughs> Straight from the motherland, straight. You can no mistaking. We need to have a meeting about this, you know. Yeah, we need to call him as a people. Shy H E M for it. Faithful Black Association. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, but okay. But he's, he's not a member. He's not, not a member. member. I don't pay membership fees for such people. For such, anyway, for such, are you sure you'll be a new new recruit? No, no, no. We can't save people. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so winter is finally over. Yes, sir. But about winter. Yeah, boy. So okay. literally, literally, like he's the only person the who thing. responded. So, everybody listening at home right now, just know that three out of four people in this room, and there's only four people in this room, <laughs> <laughs> don't really know the big deal. So we're gonna rely on our brother P to to take us through why it's such a big deal, and why I think people were not um, satisfied with the hockey. Yeah, so All right. Of, so so to get into the conversation, essentially, Games of Thrones season eight has come out, and the finale came out, I think, last week Monday, and it was dismal. Literally, it was pathetic. People were upset. They were in uproar, and you'd ask yourself, what is the reason? What is the hype about Games of Thrones? But I think for me, the view is it's an investment. Remember, we all have 
things that we want to do, episodes or shows that we watch. Mm-hmm. And you're invested in this thing. And to see something turn out so pathetic you gets people upset. It really is upset. I so see in your eyes, bro. In, <laughs> I mean, the lead character, who's uh, da- Daenerys uh, Targaryen, Guys, oh, this uh, is probably a and, spoiler alert. And spoiler alert, people. yeah, apologies. Nah, but I mean, but, I mean uh, it's been out for a while now, so if you haven't watched, but you know people say, like, hey. <laughs> okay, if you don't like spoilers. I'm still watching season one. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like spoilers, you know? stop listening now yeah. for the next few minutes. Yeah, so um, the main character essentially dies a pathetic death. It was, it was horrible, you know. I honestly believe, and I think in any uh, writing, when you build up a character to to be kind of the penultimate form or the, the form that you expect them to be and all their glory to give them pathetic death. I mean, so what did that's you want? terrible. I, I, I actually, I just wanted better <laughs> story writing, better telling, you know, better you know? Uh, uh, um, to actually walk the audience through a process about, you know, how this character comes <laughs> to her own demise. That's what they should have done. They should, have, they should have told him in Sibusisotrom. Ungamla, Yo! Excuse me, Excuse me, Like, that actually reminds me of an episode of Generation where I was so upset. Remember the time? It was. 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 Same episode, they died. They died. The one jumped out the window and flew. That was so upsetting, bro. You know what I mean? People, mothers are invested in these shows. They used to come. They used to leave Amapo or Togia, Shekishi, just to literally watch it. They before, but they made sure that everything was ready before. So I think, think honestly, that is the most upsetting things about Games of Thrones. Um, It's it's pathetic. It really is. And um, you see the articles online that um, the reason why the uh, season was cut was because ultimately the two directors wanted to go do other shows. Okay, so, so, yeah. Everybody at home, you know, tell us, firstly, uh, on, on, on the social media, tell us what, if you even watch Game of Thrones and what your thoughts are on the on the final episode as well. Let's see if you also agree with our main man, P. Yeah, yeah. but our watch has finally ended, so... Yeah. So, so it's over. It's What's over next? Now. For good. What's yeah, next? for good. We're done. What, what, what is next, man? Um, I don't know. Avengers is over as well. Yo, chess Avengers, chess pacing. Yeah. Man, I don't know what to watch, bro. I feel like everything else is just is, is too young for me, man. Oh, yeah. You, you reckon? Know, you know, you yeah. can do, listen, listen, listen to... Yeah, that's actually kind of true. I've kind of dropped a lot of series. Yeah. I've dropped a lot of series as well. Yeah. But the best thing you can do is listen to the Underground Podcast. Of course. Share with your friends. Only if you're a real one, you know. You have to be a real one, man. Did you guys go vote? Yeah, of I course. still have the mark, I think. No, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. No, it's Mine, gone. Mine's still there. Okay. Happy old gaze in Facebook. Hey, man, that ink they use. <laughs> no, but no. mine is gone, so. I think the youth at this point were very disgruntled because it's not just even the youth, but like, Virta turnout this, this year has just mm. gone down, mm. which is quite sad. So Yeah, apparently it's the lowest in 25 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Why do you think that is? That is a brilliant question. I think South Africans, I don't think we've come to realize how important a vote is, you know? I think when we become disgruntled, we just sort of pull out and say, I'm not going to do anything instead of, you know, moving in a different direction. So we don't understand the importance of a vote because a vote is a lot. It determines, like, how your country is going to develop over the next five years Mm. or ten years or whatever. 
So until that point is driven across to us, especially our generation, the young people, we're in, yeah, we're in a bit of trouble. Mm. But something I think we talked about in the previous episode was just like how there's so many choices. How many? It was like 48. Boy, 40, that, yeah, 48. 48 choices in parties. No, that's just, that's way too many choices to make and the mm. messages are just so diverse. And mm. How mm. do you, as because as an individual, you only have so much information you can mm. take in yeah. your brain physically. Mm. How do you then absorb 48 different types of information and make a choice noise but is it a question of what represents you i mean ultimately i think political parties represent a certain ideology and it resonates with you and if it resonates with you um then people would actually go vote for you but um what we tend to find it's a kind of popularity context these days you know it's about um how much I can hook you up with or you know yeah. you with us you know then you're you part of the squad it, yeah. and you get certain privileges mm-hmm. so it, there's, there's so there's such a wide context to this thing that you know I just feel at the end of the day you can't pinpoint and say this is the problem you know um, you have to look at it from all facets and all angles to mm-hmm. actually analyze to say yeah. This is where the problem yeah. with why the youth are not coming out. Because, I mean, from the top of my head, I can probably tell you, unemployment is the biggest yes, issue. Mm. Definitely. Mm. I mean, I don't have a government that's representing me in parliament. They're not mm. talking about me. They're talking about uh, spy tapes, other news, whatever it might be. Mm. No one is talking about me. No one's developing me. No one's looking out for me. Therefore, and none of them resonate with you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, as a result, we as a result of the voting and and, and all that, we now have a inauguration. Yes, happening of a right president now. who has bah, bah, already. Bah, bah, bah. We should have been there. Yes. Nah, you can nah. just be mad. Broadcasting live from <laughs> the actually, inauguration. Actually, Tell us what do you think. <laughs> live from the office, bro. Yeah, yeah. But it was absolutely packed when I passed Hatfield this yeah, morning. Yeah, because I saw also a, a couple of streets are closed for yeah. today, mm, and mm. I think they started coming in around. Half past three this morning. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Apparently by six, this whole, the whole stadium mm. would be full. Yeah, apparently they're expecting about 32,000 people there. And I'm like, so you can bro, where are all these people coming from? Yeah. And I, apparently two, 200 buses are also coming through from different provinces. May I ask wow. you guys something? I, would y'all go there? What, to the inauguration? Yeah, just to sit what in is the What is the, what what, is the, per- what's what's the appeal? The, yeah, like you go and sit there and be like, And be burnt by the sun. And be like, hey, hey, like, it's like a, what is it? It's like a concert, you know. You go to see your favorite person, you know, perform. Are they going to be performances? Who's my favorite sure person? I'm they'll be performances. <laughs> Cyril? <laughs> hey, bro. Cyril? <laughs> Represent Limpopo one time. Jealous down. That's where we're at now. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, nah, I every, every event, you know, I it's, it's you. really just all about showing that you are supporting whatever it is that you're going to. So mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that most of the people that are there are actual members of the ANC. They oh, 100%. They've been shipped in from I mean, all over. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was driving past as well, the streets were just paved mm-hmm. in green, yellow, gold. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, green, yellow, yellow. black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so congrats on him. And then also briefly, you mentioned something about it's Africa Day. What is that? It's mm. Africa Day. So apparently, uh, a couple of years ago, mm. some African countries, I can't remember exactly which African countries, came together. I think they had just gained independence from co- colonialism. Mm. So they came together to form some sort of coalition, coalition mm. and, you know, Africa Unite and, you know, pushing forward as, an, as, a, as a continent and whatnot. I think South Africa only came post-apartheid into this whole Africa Day thing. Because I only started recognizing this day like 
probably two years ago. I didn't know about yeah. it. <laughs> because before, it used to be sometime in April, apparently. Okay. And then they moved it mm. to the 25th of May. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I think it's just basically a celebration of African countries, African mm. unity, okay. yes, Africanism. And okay. it, you know that whole Ubuntu and just promoting Africa. Did you but guys know about? It? No, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, my question is, does it reflect what we our ide- ideologies as Africans? I mean, mm. I always I always believe uh, things and days and public holidays we should reflect what's in people's hearts. Mm. And I don't know if if that is there within South Africa mm-hmm. and the greater context so. of Africa. Agreed, it's, man. Yeah. Like the meaning of most things is lost. Like it goes back to what I was saying about the voting. Mm-hmm. The meaning of like fundamental things, which should mean a lot to us and help us form an identity, mm-hmm. gets lost in the source. Mm-hmm. To say, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like I won't lie to you. I think is it is it April or is it March that has like gang public holidays. Yeah. I'm just on holiday. I'm not reflecting on man. All oh, those years ago, I'm just like, hey man, don't know, am I <laughs> going to class? Just I just want to rest. Yeah, that is actually quite true. Yeah, we are yeah. losing that. And I think that's that's really then where the main topic of the day comes in is is Youth Day, because mm. really. mm. I mean, I mean, let, let's be honest about it. You know, Youth Day is is a holiday, so it mm-hmm. is a day where people then rest. But isn't it essentially a day where we reflect and think about how to then move away from those types of injustices of the past. Mm. So maybe briefly I can just touch on what Youth Day actually was. Oh, do you guys know what Youth Day was? No, tell me. School me. So Youth Day, what happened was the youth of of Soweto. So it it was youth across South Africa, but on this specific day it was the youth of Soweto that it was the most publicized. So what happened was on the 16th, or between the 15th and the 16th of June, the youth of South Africa felt that they've had now enough of the system where they were forced into a type of education that they did not agree with. Mm. They were forced to learn a language that they did not, they felt it didn't represent who they really were, mm. and it wasn't forced on them. Mm. Um, the quality of the education they were receiving, facts, was just not... Uh, yeah, it wasn't as equivalent to what their white counterparts, white counterparts would be. Mm. Exactly. And they were like, enough is enough. I, so, on that note, sorry, <coughs> I, I read something um, and it was saying that uh, more money was spent on white children back mm. then in the, in mm. the education system. Mm-hmm. I think the stats were like something for each child annually, for each white child annually, 644 rand was being budgeted for the education. Mm. Whereas with bl- with a black student, mm. Mm. it was only forty two rand. Yeah, mm. 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 that was back then. That was a lot of yeah. money. Crazy, mm. right? Forty two. Yeah, compared to six hundred and forty four. That is that is just crazy. So you can imagine. I mean, mm. you, you know, you as a child, you know that education is crucial mm. for you to 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 find success. And now you know that, you know, the system is literally designed for you to fail. Mm. Enough is enough. That's the one thing. It's all mm. about design, man. Mm. Design I think when, when that uprising happened, it was it was just the culmination of everything. Yes. Mm. And, you know, when they just implemented the whole Bantu, Bantu education mm. and um, having Afrikaans as a medium of instruction, mm. that was like the tip of, yeah, yeah the like, we fed, we fed up now. Like, and I, we just have to do something about it. But I think the significance of it as well is the fact that um, it was partly probably the first time the whole world saw mm. a nightmare of yes. apartheid, yes, really, because now you see a situation where young African children are being killed. 
live on camera while the they are protesting peacefully for freedom of education unarmed mm. yeah exactly and they're being killed and that yeah. kind of shows us the evils and atrocity of where we come from mm. because yeah. i mean to kill kids like seriously Imagine. exactly kids yeah. so that's why i just wanted to to hear from from you guys then so knowing that historical context what do you think youth day then means to you oh that's such a good question um and just be honest i mean we're not going to judge you or look at you differently but look okay and i'll be honest with you we go throughout our lives you know our parents tell us the stories um they tell us about youth day mm. we even go to school and we're educated about what youth day means mm. but we spend so much time in the past and we acknowledge this past because it is important it's a milestone but we need to look ahead Mm. And I feel that Youth Day doesn't represent that for the youth currently. What are we looking forward to? What are we forging towards? They paved the milestone. They paid the ultimate price. Mm -hmm. They sacrificed their lives. Now we get to live a somewhat better life. Yes, we still learn languages in Afrikaans and English. Yeah, and we're privileged. But nonetheless, we're still privileged. Mm. Our lives are a little bit better for it, mm. for the sacrifices they made. Mm. And the fight still continues. So my question is, where are we heading as a youth? Where are we forging our futures towards? <laughs> and I think that's where I become perplexed and say, I don't even have the answer to that question. I mm. feel like you raised such a good point because I think... Um, us looking back on youth day is very important, right? But more to draw inspiration mm. than to sort of dwell on the pain. So we should be asking ourselves now, like, they crawled so we could walk. Mm. Now we must stand on their shoulders to say, what are we doing as a youth? Mm. And that requires us being accountable for our futures. Because, it, it, I mean, we can blame government or whatever for only so long. So when do we start saying now, okay... Were inspired by the power that the old youth had against the government at that time. Mm. That was a massive thing for them to rise up against mm. that government. What's stopping us from sort of taking our future into our own hands and rising against what's the, like everything that's happening right now in our government or in our country? So things like fees must fall, for example, an example of, when, of how far the youth can go mm. when they put their minds to it. Hey, man, that was a blindside, man. Remember right? people were shaking, Like, eh? bro, mm. people were within, you know what I'm saying? That was exciting for me to see that, yeah. okay, people actually care. Young people care. Because mm. I think all of us can relate to people telling us, like our parents or whatever, you guys don't care enough about your futures mm. or whatever. Okay, so you guys aren't active enough. But that was the statement from the youth saying, yo, we care. And if we were provoked far enough, we can make things shake for everybody. Mm. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I think so. And that's that's actually a good, those are good points to raise because if you look at, maybe we'll see a different story, but if you look at the the, the president's speech during Youth Day, mm. the Youth Day celebrations, and he mm -hmm. gives his speech, you know, he does, he does touch on the past. He does touch on, you know, this happened. He, I don't recall him touching on Fees Must Fall, which was very interesting because it happened quite recently. Mm, yeah. And I think it's it's a very crucial element for 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 um for the youth. Mm. And one thing also he touched on, I think, was the pass rate was was good. But for me, and and that's another issue is the pass rate. Yes, people are passing. A lot of people are passing. But is the quality of the passing mm. good? And that's that's also something we've that's also something we've been touching on in previous Bro. episodes is. What do you guys, what's the maybe hear from you guys, what do you think the quality of education 
Is it good enough? Poor, 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 poor. Poor can you Poor, Capital O. Capital O, capital P, bro. What makes you say that, bro? If the pass mark is 30%, for it, bruh, listen, man. Just to give you context, right? I wrote a semester test a while back. I got 35%. Mm. I was devastated. I mm. failed. Yeah. But if I was in matric, that would be a pass and some. Mm. <laughs> what are we doing, bruh? Like, if you pass someone with 30%, what are you telling me? You're like, yeah, you passed. 30%? Bruh, 30. Passed. And the thing is, it's one thing to lie to someone and say, okay, you passed. There's your NSC. But no varsity one, two, 30%. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what are you, we're setting people up for failure because now mm-hmm. they feel like they're being let down by the university when no it starts there at the grassroots you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying thirty mm-hmm. percent guys ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. so essentially they're not being prepared mm. for varsity we aren't and that's why them. they're strugg- they're struggling a lot of a lot of us struggled in university because we we couldn't juggle that whole thing mm. we couldn't understand how okay but. This is what I was doing. Nige pasa, nige crema, nige pasa, and move on. The CPF methodology. Now I must be practical. Now I must think. Now I must, you know. So. But my question is, is it the problem with how we think of education as a whole? I mean, how we how we teach uh, our youth to actually kind of uh, pass or to, to to actually move on to the next level mm. is a learn this block of steps or learn this information and once you know it you're then deemed uh, you go through assessment and then you're deemed yes you are once you're, you're competent you're competent actually mm. that's the mm. word you're competent mm. of knowing this information you move on and instead of applying practical information that people can use on a day-to-day basis mm. as, 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 as a grassroots information mm. would have been helpful I mean I was having a chat with some of my friends the other day and I was like, how amazing would it be in high school if they actually taught us about tax? Tax, yes. guys, SARS is complicated. Yes. Yes. You cannot yes. tell me. Yes. SARS is complicated. But I mean, if you could teach me about how tax works mm. and how this this how mechanism mm. exactly mm. works and how we finesse this, I mean, that's a practical skill. Mm. You use that on the daily, yes. you know? So I, I think sometimes education in itself has its own flaws because you're expected to learn things that sometimes don't appeal to you. MJ, we have these pass rates that are there, but the issue is that with these pass rates, they are representative of what you think is what you should know. And it's not necessarily that. Mm-hmm. Let's say the guy gets 35%. Oh, stop question, figuring me. Stop. Exactly. But the question. I'm gonna see you after the show. Yeah, see these hands. My huh? bad. <laughs> so I'm just saying, the person gets thirty percent. Mm. What are we doing about to improve this guy's situation? How are we saying where are you struggling, and how do we uplift you to mm. actually get to the fifty or to the level that you're required to understand? Um, those are the questions we should have around education, and for me. Education in South Africa, I cannot even begin to understand because it takes up a large por- portion of our um, budget. Uh, budget. Allocation, yeah. Exactly. It allocates a lot to it. And, where does it go? And it, it where does it go? Yeah. Where are the fruits? Like, I'm just saying, like, we think you put money, you Wasn't invest it? money in this thing, and then the outcome is just dismal. Where Wasn't does there it a go? time where <laughs> someone ordered 
school books for grade ones. Limpopo, ne? In Limpopo. Mm. And then shout out to Limpopo. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to Limpopo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. y'all been through a lot. Not everything. Magic perfect. land. Not every country. Not not every uh, province <laughs> is perfect. Sorry, Actually, guys. nah, man. I can't shout out Limpopo. Y'all have avocados, but I don't mess with avocados. <laughs> it's just a side note. Yeah, but we've got mangoes. Do you, do you not mess with mangoes? Uh, the home of mangoes is KZN. Let's not do this. Oh, so. okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, mark this one. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, but I mean, another point just about education is, and, and this is also very interesting, is June 16th, 1976, mm-hmm. the youth said, we do not want to be taught in Afrikaans as a medium of language. 2019, trust and believe Afrikaans is still being enforced as a medium of of as a language to be taught you don't mm-hmm. have any other choice yeah but we're asking the questions i think i think that's where we can't look at the situation and say it's completely hopeless there are questions that have been asked i mean take for instance what happened in up um mm-hmm. when people went to the university and are like but let's all be taught in one language which is english mm-hmm. you're like let's talk as english. a medium yeah. and uh there was obviously an uproar and hey hey this is our our cultural heritage. And that's and fine. This is what, and that is okay. But, I mean, we're all in this. You know what I mean? So, I honestly believe that we are still fighting the good fight. It's not over. And I think that's where I'm saying Youth Day comes into what are the battles, the fights that the youth are actually taking up mm. to make this South Africa a little bit better mm. for their kids mm. and their kids' kids. You know what I mean? Get you, Instead bro. of just wearing school uniform on yo, June 16. Yo, yo. <laughs> when was the last time you were I've never done I've that. never done that. And I never will. I never will. I'm the police blazer, I mean, I feel. That's hot blazer. Where is my school uniform? After I, I left, I graduated high school, I was like, yeah, sure. I think I gave mine away, bro. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> we had jeans as our school uniform. What? No. Stand up to flip. Wow. Stand up to flip. No, no, no. no, no, no. Stand up. <laughs> I no, no, sit down, Tefla. It's not. For, it was not from. I changed that Levi five hundred one. I see. It was, it was like a, It was. A, it was like a, an Chido. area between Teflop and Polokwane, the city Polokwane, called Dalmada. And I'm not gonna shout out the name of the school. What's the school? Is it Capricorn? Yeah, you see now you're gonna get us into trouble. <laughs> no, it was not Capricorn. It was a school. And but it's the uniform. It used to be the uniform at the time. Jeez. I don't know if it's the U uniform now. It was a red shirt, a red uh, short sleeve shirt mm-hmm. with a oh. with you know the collar. Then fresh, it also man. had the blazer. And the pullover, mm. and then Bogati denim. What's it Bogati denim? And brown, and brown shoes. <laughs> bootleg, oh. ne? Was it a bootleg? Or was it was it slim fit? Slim fit. Yeah. Bootleg. Skinny jeans. Yeah. Skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Some straight cards. Straight cards. Some dudes used to show up like that with like tight, tight, yeah. tight jeans. Tight, tight. <laughs> and you were part of the gang, huh? We had no choice. So what did you wear? Skinny jeans. Boy, bootleg boy. Next year, next don't touch. Oh, you shine. Oh, you shine a flare. Shine, shine my boots. Don't touch, my, don't touch my kneecaps. <laughs> don't make me laugh, yeah. bro. I'm to show you boyfriend jeans, lab. What is that? What's that? Yo, that's just a jeans. No, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Come back, come back, come back. Oh, yeah, we have to, we have to keep it light. We have to keep it light, guys. Like this, because the thing is, here's the thing. I mean, mm. these are very serious topics, and yeah, they are, um, man. And but that's the nature of us us as South Africans we try to find the, the positive and the humor in a lot of everything. the everything uh, everything everything we're actually too much bro we're like serious things we just start cracking jokes why are we laughing bro because I think it's a gift and a curse I think it's a coping mechanism yeah it's definitely a coping yeah it's definitely a coping mechanism for yeah. our country yeah. Yeah. Mm. so yeah you can't just be like 
serious all the time. All the time. But guys, I mean, depressed. exactly. You go into Twitter, you know, someone's on the phone. And you will just laugh. Yeah. And I think it's so important sometimes to mm. actually look at serious things and try to find the humor in it because yo, we can't always be, you know, heading serious. down that dark path. You know? yeah. And it is a dark ass path. I mean, already so. depression is on the rise. You know. So. <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the sigh of the nation. We all know how that feels, man. But but yeah, back to the to the youth June 16 topic. Also, just the question of what have we then as the youth or the youth in general since then achieved? And one thing for sure is that was a catalyst. The, the June 16 uprising, 1976, was a catalyst to then end apartheid. Because a few well, almost 20 years later then. Uh, the government from then on saw like a lot of difficulties with its international mm. counterparts because mm. people were like, we're not going to work with you if you mm. are so blatantly violent against your own people. Mm. 100%. So that was definitely one thing. But another thing I think that I can recall that the youth were involved in, and, and, and Bugs, you touched on this, was Fees Must Fall. Mm. Mm. How, how did you guys, where, so where were you guys when <laughs> Fees Must Fall, first and foremost? And what, do, what are your thoughts around that? Um, where were you? Hey, bro, I was within, bro. Mm. Within bed. <laughs> so, uh, the, the irony about Feesmas 4 is when Feesmas 4 came around, I wasn't in university, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was back at home. So, I was watching from the Twitter streets and from the TV. But um, I think Feesmas 4, like I said before, is just an example of what the youth can do when you push them too far. Like, you asked what have the youth achieved mm-hmm. or the biggest thing since 76, right? Mm-hmm. I think the youth have achieved access. So young people are now breaching into spaces we were never allowed into, mm-hmm. be it entrepreneurship, be it education, be it, um, you know, industries like podcasting, be it like media, whatever the case, you know, even corporate. I mean, mm. we're all some young people working in corporate, you know, mm. infiltrating those spaces. And I feel like access, to, to me at least, access is a very important thing to your success. Now, what we do with that access is something else. Mm. Because Feast Must Fall is all about accessing what education, you know? Mm. So access, yeah, access is king in my point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, where I was that day, sure. I I was studying at the time. I was not in UP, so um, I was in a, another university. And when you see the events unfold, did it, it remind me if I'm uh, wrong, but it started in Cape Town, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it started in Cape. So when I saw the incidents in the news, I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on in Cape Town. When I saw those Parliament gates being shook <laughs> by, by these angry white kids, yeah. you know, I was like, yo, what is happening, you know? And I, and I sat down. I thought about it. And I'm like, and and I'll be honest with you. I mean, um, my parents had to work to put me through varsity, but I took that opportunity and 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 capitalized on it. So when I saw these kids saying, hey, you know, fees is a struggle for me, I was like, let me hear you out. What, what is the struggle here? Is it you can't afford textbooks? Is it you, you can't get your results at the end of the year? Is it access to opportunities? What, what exactly is the issue here? Because mm-hmm. I feel like fees must falls is more than just the actual monies that goes to the universities from their parents' pocket to direct in the bank account it's about accessing opportunities it's Mm. about the youth having a platform to indulge in all wild worldly experiences i mean 
it's so deep this 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 topic and i honestly wish that we had uh dived in even deeper into what the fees must form movement was all about mm. but nonetheless um i will be honest with you i did not participate mm -hmm. but i sympathize because i hear mm -hmm. where the pain is the pain is you get kids who mothers are working three four jobs you know kind of a thing and you expect this mother to be able to pay uh, what 10k you know they take a 10k each month mm. for them to to go and access these opportunities but meanwhile this child doesn't have food when they go back to res or whatever it might be if they are at res you know some of them i mean struggling to find accommodation it's it's a vicious cycle mm. and i think that that pain outpoured at that moment to say this must end and this must be reduced. Mm. And I think as South Africa, we need to actually listen to what the youth is saying. Do you think that the media was not portraying that, that depth of it, that what you just spoke about? Was it, was it being portrayed as something different, as in it was just a violent protest and these students don't actually know what they want? And so, All right, so, so I remember there were actually two factions to this youth must mm -hmm. They were the TU2 guys. Remember everyone was talking about TUT? That's the OG <laughs> gang. TUT social standard. Shout, shout out to TUT, man. Mm. They were the originators or ultimately the custodians of all that pain, mm. all that frustration, because that's something they've been experiencing on the daily. Mm. And that movement spread to then more affluent uh, universities like your UP, your UJ. They spread into that uh, sphere, and that's when the media only starts taking note. And which is, again, unfortunate because when these two parties came together and the SRC reps came together and were like, you know, let's discuss how we move ahead about this. When things started going sideways, it was like, ask the TUT kids. Mm. They violent. And then you get these adults and ANC members and all manner of political parties trying to take the shine from the youth. And they're saying, look at the youth. They are not disciplined. They are not violent. Mm. They don't know what they want. Mm. And I'm just saying, you can't gauge people's frustration, guys. Mm, Some people, fine. if you're living through a circumstance on the daily mm. and you get an outlet to finally let your frustrations out, you're going to take it up. And maybe the kids at UP, this was the only thing happening for some time. Maybe it was a few members or a few people. But those kids at, UT, at TUT, I really, my heart goes out to them. Because even long after Fees Must Fall, the struggle continued. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it, it still is. And it, it still, still is. is. That's the wild thing, man. Still That's wild. wild. And I'm just my question is, how do we how do we address it? You know, I, I I only my my viewpoint in anything in life, I honestly believe do not put your dependency on someone else to get things moving for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to as as the youth, we tend to rely on government to look at government to like Government, what are you doing for us, you know? And that's fair. We do need government support. But what are we, and even in this room as youth, doing to help ease our fellow youth in these hard times? Mm -hmm. we, have to, we have to start exploring that, those concepts, those ideas to say, guys, let's step up to the plate. Let's make this actually a better South Africa, mm -hmm. you know? Or was it just me? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think, no, I think the, the, the sentiments that you're touching on um, everyone feels the same. Every single youth, especially those that are disadvantaged, feel exactly the same. That at some point, you know, we, we do expect our governments to govern. 
that's their job that's why they were elected and if they fail people will lose um people will, yeah, <laughs> no, people will lose more you Careful. know the, the the desire to support the government that's why yeah. the voter turnout turned out the way it did because mm. people felt uh, disenfranchised yeah. they're like you, you guys are not doing, doing anything, anything for me for so me. why should I even care why should I get up out of bed and go support you exactly. for a t-shirt yeah. yo shout out man I was I was talking to the one homie uh, I was like uh, remember those lines in 94 we saw on the TV mm. you know, mm. like, mm. and when I went to voting and I went to vote I was like hey man would I, would I have stayed that long that line hey, like yeah. okay guys let's face <laughs> the truth you were standing along that I think everyone would have yeah, that's a good question I, would, no, but you I think we're just being millennials but we would have <laughs> I was a millennial of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like hey I think your parents would have thrown you on that line to vote because it was a 94 was a crucial crucial vote and I think we should have that attitude, you know, keep it moving, you know. And that's touched back on what Bugs are saying is that what is the reason for voting? Why do we vote? And that's why we should have that education of why, how important a vote is. You mm. know, we have to bring that back home to the youth. I like that. I like that you said the education of why you vote because it needs to be taught from the very moment you enter an educational institution. Mm. You must be active I actually in saw this very cool post on Facebook um, and I think on the actual day of voting or the day before they I think it was a primary school and they had all these kids and they had like these fictional political parties oh I saw that, saw that. I saw that. it was, yeah, so, it cute. was so cute I, like, so what they did is like mm-hmm. they, they had like the, these three parties um, I think they had very weird names like Moticat, <laughs> blah blah blah. I love it. And then it was it was actually the kids going and voting for which you know party <laughs> they wanted, and it was it was very cute. I yeah. think it was it was very good of that school mm-hmm. to actually think that up yeah. and implement it so that those kids grow up knowing, as you said, the education behind voting. Mm. You know, they've kind of done it mockingly, but. As when the time comes for them to actually vote, they'll understand then the, exactly. the importance behind mm. them. So that I think it, it was very nice. That's mm. a good idea. But some like countries it. just bypass the system. You know, some countries you are literally legally required to vote. To vote. So I mean, imagine if in South Africa we're like, hey, we don't care who you are, just go vote. You know. Yeah. yeah problem is that comes hand in hand with accountability. So your system needs to be accountable in all aspects. And with us, we're failing at the most basic degree of accountability where textbooks aren't even getting to the school preach so before we can expect that much of citizens Mm -hmm. need to look at government and say what are y'all doing you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the underground the underground no see but it's good it's not just what you think there's more to it there's more to it all things beneath the surface wow guys alright so I mean we've so we've talked a lot about then all these challenges that we're facing Um, what what do you think what avenues do you guys think are available then for the youth to then start getting involved because as you mentioned yes we do have an expectation of the government but maybe the government needs our help mm-hmm. we have to face it they also might need our help so i mean already there's like organizations that you can support like um the Nes- the national youth development agency is one yeah yeah i've heard about that and i'll be honest with you i i don't know what they do i will be honest if i recall correctly and i'm gonna speak under correction and anybody like on the social media streets can just correct me hmm. they'll come at you like you're wrong <laughs> you're sir <laughs> you're <laughs> lying like, MJ. Um, actually the nyda does a b c d sir so it's it's really an organization that's funded i believe by the government it is, yes. to yes. to support this initiative of 
providing opportunities, job opportunities for 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 the youth, specifically for the youth. And mm. I think so skills. Exactly, yeah. it gives you skills development, all those things, all the things that you need to become a business owner, an entrepreneur, mm. like a corporate person, and so mm. on. Yeah. So I I really like like the thing about essay, what I've learned through through my education, right, about our policy and our branches of government and our organs of government is that fundamentally the idea is always very novel and mm. it sounds very mm. good but implementation is terrible true so the funds get lost along the way um the workers they aren't driven um there's so many things hindering nyda or whatever mm. from you know doing its, its actual job mm. but i think like i read an article about how right now right is the best time for anyone to be alive simply because of how accessible things are. So as a young person, I think we can't understate how important the internet is mm. to achieving our goals, bro. Like you can learn anything at a click of a button. Yes. Or, or yes. like yeah, no clicks like your mouse. Yeah, that is expensive. <laughs> you're right. That's do, do people right. actually you're have, right. now that you're talking about um, you can actually learn anything on the internet, if you mm. think about people in the rural areas, mm. they have smartphones they're able to access the internet mm. but data is still a problem aren't they rolling out fiber in soweto so yes, yes actually, soweto. soweto will have the first oh, free amazing fiber network that's going to be that's it's going to be completely no, no. yo that is completely free guys I that's have a problem just amazing that, what's the problem what, what is the problem as like as someone who's studying town planning right mm. i think looking at the full scope of things, no? Mm-hmm. Yes, Wi-Fi is nice. But there are much more important oh, things than Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to government, man. I love y'all. Give me a job. But, like, the point <laughs> I'm making is... Look at me saying, give me a job. Oh, entitled. <laughs> hey, hectic. Hey, careful, careful, <laughs> careful, careful, careful. But, like, I like, I like what it means. Even in Twine, we have Twine Wi-Fi. And it's mm-hmm. helpful because I remember when I was really broke, it helped me out, you know, submit an assignment. Mm. That's nice, no? But government often hides behind that thing of, but we gave you Wi-Fi, though. You don't have schools, but hey, listen, just you know. So what you're recommending then is not just Wi-Fi; it has to be a holistic approach. Approach to infrastructure development. Yes. I agree with you, but I do have my reservations because I think as an individual, like you're saying, sometimes you have to take up the mantle, and the mantle sometimes requires you to do things even if someone else is letting you down. So, in that situation, for instance. You had to submit an assignment. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You did what you had to do to to submit the actual 100%, assignment. 100%. No, uh, and sometimes that's what I'm saying. That's that's what we need from the youth. The initiative. Is that the we need to have that drive, that initiative to say, mm. listen, I know government is messing things up, mm. but how do I still show up? How do I stand up and do what is required for me to do to make my dreams come true? Mm. And we need to have that attitude. We need mm. to have that drive. I mean, you go to Josie, you see the youth of Josie. Guys, youth of Josie, right? they are pushing by a panda. Mm. They keep on moving. Mm. They are not relying on government to get them moving in a certain uh, direction. So one particular youth, shout out to this guy. Unfortunately, I don't know his name, but I follow him on Twitter. He <laughs> he essentially started an e-service kind of a electric mobile scooter, which is a rival to Uber. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be an Uber driver all his life. Mm-hmm. And 
because his life? Oh, <laughs> nigga, no, three all his life. Three of his life. Let me take that. Maybe not all his life, but ultimately, <laughs> evil man. He 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 really wanted to be in the Uber industry, and obviously mm. because of uh, his the regulations and him not being access to having access to certain things, he couldn't get into it. So the guy partnered with some people in where, Holland mm. and he kind of developed this electric scooter and he is rolling it out to South Africa. Mm. This guy is an inspiration. Support Guys, when you look at the youth mm. and what the youth is capable of, they are pushing. Mm. And I'm telling you, it's not with the mindset of saying, I'm waiting for government mm. to move me. Mm. It's about, I move what I want to move. Being mm. proactive. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a culture thing. No? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It goes back to what you were saying about your approach on life, how you feel you should not depend on other people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, yeah, so thanks for that. That's actually, if you can find that, that's a really good organization to support. And those are the kind of organizations already we can just say, mm-hmm. we see your vision, we agree with your vision, we can't always rely on the government. We, 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 believe in the government we vote for the government mm-hmm. but they also need our help and mm-hmm. that's what we're here for with the, with the next generation that will come into the government yeah. let's support all these other initiatives yeah we just need to support each other as the youth man yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. that's the other yeah, thing exactly. it's and stop jealousy bro. yeah jealous now hey what's that lawyer but no more the purple stand up no but yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey man why I didn't you, say why, that why you Hey, we'll, uh, we'll nah, see you. I love Limpopo, man. We'll see you at when night. last were you in Limpopo? I'd give a it's magic land. Magic land. That's Wakanda. That's Wakanda. That's Wakanda, bro. To try to build it. Give it to me. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, I think man. this has been a very, as usual, an mm-hmm. informative episode mm-hmm. and entertaining, entertaining and, and very thought provoking. Some of the things that you guys spoke about. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely things to think about and things to work on, mm-hmm. actively work on. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, it just starts with, with us as individuals, you know, mm-hmm. um, from us chasing our dreams mm-hmm. to us supporting other people's dreams and not just supporting, you know, but mm-hmm. actively doing something, supporting them, buying these things. Um, you know, I, I, I sometimes do this thing where I, I have a, a few of my friends who have businesses. So I'll just post a couple of things on my on my Instagram just to be like, yo, Check if ever out. you need something like this, here's someone you can contact. And I feel Beautiful. like that mm. goes a long way. You yeah. know, it's something really small, but it has a it has a bigger impact somewhere mm. in, in, in in the pipeline. Um so I think, yeah. Mm. What's up with that name, guys? Yes. It's rough out there. Yo, the life is, is hectic. The streets are cold. The world is cold, and winter is here. <laughs> the real winter. The real winter. Yeah, guys. Yeah. In some way, the streets are cold. Bring a jacket. You know. Yeah. That's all we yeah. can say. It's, it's Gemini it's, season two. Shout out. Hey, um, are, you, are you also Gemini? June twentieth. Yeah. June fifth. Hey, gang, hey. gang. See, I knew I could feel your energy when you I know? walked in. I was like, yeah, what, Lona? Lona. WhatsApp group. To our sound engineer, just instead of boo. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> just, 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 boo. I'm just kidding. When were you born, bro? Me? MJ, yeah. Uh, 18th of Jan- oh, February, sorry. So, ain't nobody got time for February. <laughs> <laughs> I'm February. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's why, that's why you're so mad. <laughs> no one has time for your no, birthday. I'm, I'm Aquarius. Oh, Aquarius. Imagine a water no sign. Oh. Can you swim, dog? 
Hey, yo, Ninja, cut this, man. Cut this, man. Cut this part, man. This guy stays moist. Stay stay, 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 man. Stay drip, man. Stay drip. But yeah, thank you. you Any closing points? Guys, anything you want to close? Anything you want to plug? Social media. The Twitter handle. Instagram handle. Follow me on Twitter. It's baggyti underscore M. And on Instagram, baggyti M. Also, if you want to learn about the Faithful Black Man Association, click on www.com. Aiko.com. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this a thing? This is a thing thing. Sorry. Uh, P. Yeah, so um, just to take away, I think, guys, let's cultivate a new mindset, man. Let's grow South Africa. And I think that's my attitude. Um, if you want to hit me up, not on Facebook, guys. That is not a thing for the youth. I'm sorry. Move past that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, you said you saw an article on Facebook. What? So no, I've, ne- I've never said that in my life. In my big age, in Facebook. In my big age. <laughs> no way. I think it's on Twitter. Literally, it's No, on he Twitter. said Twitter. I oh, said Twitter. my bad. Fake yeah. news, fake news. <laughs> exactly. So you can hit me up on Twitter uh, as well and on Instagram, same handle, call underscore Mr. P. And yeah, hit me up. Let's get talking. You <laughs> <laughs> as in, it I'm goes down I'm, I'm in the deep. Hell yeah. It goes down in the deep. Actually, now I'm, I'm, I'm misrepresenting the faithful black man yes, society. Yes, actually. And now, you remember the time. I just, I just want to talk about how Jesus Christ is our Savior. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you want to spread the word. Hallelujah. Spread the word. Yeah. Have, you, <laughs> but also, have you been saved? <laughs> oh, gosh. But also follow us on uh, our social meets, please, guys. Support, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, spread the word we're really trying to spread the message of what's happening out there you know we're what's deep, the deeper meaning we're follow true. us on Instagram at the underground ZA follow us on Facebook also at the underground ZA and follow us on Twitter uh, at underground ZA Twitter. <laughs> on, on Twitter on Twitter, Twitter. 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 wait I just want to say one or something mm. you must ask before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We are led. <laughs> that kid is our next president. Oh, okay, I said it shop. first. That's that, oh, okay, okay, shop. <laughs> Yo, listen. Can you, what's, can you, what's can you think the wrong things and the right things? <laughs> no. Can you think the wrong things and the right things? He was going in. Okay, and the girl was so composed. Well, Javi. <laughs> I saw him with the glue stick. I was like, nah, it's going down here. <laughs> I, I don't know what was happening, but I was like, that guy's my Next SRC president. Uh, what's that video? I don't know. What's <laughs> Why do you raise these questions? How? What? What? The teacher? How? That's, that's, that's wild. That's no, but you know, I went to another these days. They have smartphones. They do have smartphones. So there was probably nah, someone in class. That's primary school. I have a Where was the teacher? smartphone in primary school. Where was the know. teacher? The teacher, clearly she Ebo, was not teacher there. was going to the if office. Miss Panikak wasn't there. That's the problem, bro. She should have been in class. Jabu, you sit down. <laughs> she want to know the full story about... <laughs> what was she supposed to ask? Please, please get these kids in the studio. It doesn't matter. She was supposed to she ask, was, though. Yes, before, no. she, before she leaves. <laughs> get these kids in the studio. This is a, a national interest. You need Y'all to know. Y'all niggas are wilding. <laughs> Underground <laughs> podcast is wilding. That was amazing. Keeping it nice. That's what we say. Oh, guys. It has been a great show. I uh, really enjoyed myself. I hope you guys did too. Mm-hmm. Sorry I didn't get you donuts, but... It's okay. But yeah, man, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you share the episode with your friends, your family, and everybody else that you know. From me, another best you in town, your girl, Moochies. Bye-bye.